0: Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name, it's a pen name that I came up with here for this newsletter. Um in 2017, I started having all sorts of cognitive issues and I couldn't remember things. I felt hazy. I felt tired all the time. Um people would tell me stuff and I would just be like, wait, what did you say again? And it felt like the world was moving 65 miles per hour and I was in the I was the old guy in the right lane going. 35 miles per hour. And it was, it was scary as shit, man. When you, <laughs> the brain stuff is just so mysterious and so scary. You know, that's the best word I can come up with, scary. So I, I went to my doctor and he eventually thought that, you know, concussions is probably the likely cause of what was going on with me. I'd had a nasty concussion in 2015 in a sledding accident. And that is not a joke. I totally ate shit sledding with my kids, um, was knocked completely out. It was bad. And I think it was probably about my fifth concussion. It's hard to know, um, playing football and all the sports I played over the years. Like I definitely remember getting, you know, seeing like that. So, and then I definitely got one in college during a drunken scuffle with a guy in the dorms. I ended up having to go to the hospital and getting checked out for that one. So the, but I don't know how many concussions, but but more than one, put it that way, and so so my doctor met with me in 2017, and he said, let's get you to a neurologist, and I went to the neurologist, great neurologist, I really liked the guy, he ran me through a bunch of tests, um, some scans and things like that, but also some just like things where he was asking me to remember things, and uh, and he would say a list of things, and I would have to say it right back to him, and and um, he put me on some vitamins that are supposed to be good for brain health. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they were placebo effect or whatever, but the the tests didn't really show anything obvious. And in my conversations with him, he he definitely thought maybe concussions were, you know, he was like, yeah, concussions are bad in <laughs> health. And definitely a possibility when we think about what's going on with your with you. Um, he also said, you have three kids and, you know, you have a kid who I think she was one or two at the time. And he was like, I definitely think just like being busy tires people out, causes memory issues, blah, blah, blah. But he also mentioned to me that people who did as many drugs and alcohol (laughs) as I did sometimes fry parts of their circuit board and it can be hard to like diagnose like, oh, you did these this amount of drugs and this is what it did. And so he was like, so all of it together might be why you're sitting here in front of me. And I had about 10 years clean and sober. So it was perplexing to me, you know, that all of a sudden I would start having these issues because of drugs and alcohol. But I, I do remember having that fear on a regular basis during my drinking and drugging days. Like I knew I should not be overloading my brain with that much crap but i at the time i was in active addiction and i didn't really notice any cognitive decline during those days so and honestly to get away with what i was doing every day you kind of had to be a criminal mastermind so you i felt sharp i i i kept telling myself that the that the drug thing was really bad for my body and my brain but that i still kind of felt like i was a borderline genius to be eluding authorities and, and real repercussions, uh, from the outside world. So, but now when I think back on that cocktail of crap that I was ingesting, refresh your memory, I've talked about it many times on here, but I I was up to like something around, like something like 50 painkillers every day, uh, about a six pack of beer every day, four to six beers, sometimes more every night with all of those opioids in me and then i would take ambien one or two ambiens before bedtime um and i would just I, I, I couldn't even call it going to sleep i would just like collapse um and then the next morning i would take just drink a shit ton of caffeine sometimes like a 2 liter of soda before 10 a.m. that's what i was that was the that was my diet man and that's scary. And I'm convinced, uh, based on no real scientific evidence, but I, I, in my heart, I think I did sizzle some of the circuits in my brain. And I definitely, I think if you could run one of those uh, brain scans they have in every, you know, scary science fiction movie about the future, if you had one of those and you scanned my brain, I think you'd find... Some of the screws got knocked a little bit loose by the constant flood of uppers and uppers and uppers and then downers and downers and downers and then uppers again i I just don't know that you can escape from that world with no issues at all and is that actually true? i don't know, man Does it matter today on january twenty fifth twenty twenty four to June two thousand eight means for my brain I mean not really doesn't matter in the sense of living a healthy spiritual life today and going forward. But I do feel gratitude about it. I feel like I'm in a good headspace these days, literally and figuratively. And it didn't have to be that way. I did an insane amount of drugs and alcohol in a short amount of time. Um and looking back, I could have died in my sleep. I could have died driving many times. Um and I could have like not died but had some sort of brain hemorrhage or heart attack or you know, choking issue where I didn't die, but I had, like, a catastrophic brain event, and um, this came up for me recently in therapy. That's why I'm writing about it, because my psychiatrist was talking about how delicate the brain can be, and I couldn't help but think that any issues I might have had before I started killing myself with substances probably were exasperated by all the chemicals I was pouring in. I mean, I reached for drugs and alcohol to soothe myself, right? And that meant some stuff was already, and then I just, like, poured all this really toxic stuff in there, and I mentioned it to her, and she shrugged her shoulders, she's, I, I'm glad, I like my, my therapy situation, because, like, I don't have people who are, who make sweeping conclusions, like, no, you need to do this, or this is what happened, and this is why, like, she just, she just said, maybe, and I appreciated that, she, I mean, she did say that the intake I was describing would definitely be a lot for any brain to handle. So, I left there feeling a sense of gratitude, and um, I definitely think there's parts of my system that were damaged a bit. But my impulsivity, for sure, my impu- like I'm I was always I've always been an impulsive person. It did not help that I fried my brain a little bit, you know. But I also felt like I got out before those brain wirings became impossible to repair or at least maybe they're not repaired, maybe they're not repairable, I don't know, but at least I can deal with them, I can figure out solutions to work around the fried wiring. And so if you're nodding along thinking about this, I'd encourage you to take a moment, feel grateful for the the wires that you did not sizzle. <laughs>